All right, time for the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show once again. But before we go into this next podcast show, got to do some promotions and give some shout outs to some businesses that is going on, not just with me, but with the family inside the H-O-U-S-E. And that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. We also have in Atlanta, Georgia, Nails by Amani. You can find her on Facebook as well as YouTube. We have shopneallife.com forward slash F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-H. That is the missus. Heavenlyhairbrand.com. And you can check her out at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And last but certainly not least, the newest of the businesses. And that is Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And you can find me on Twitter at the profits picks or should i say at profits underscore picks and then you can also find me on my youtube channel and if you have any questions you can also email me the profits picks 2019 at gmail.com i'm on amazon audible iHeartRadio, pandora and whichever podcasting platforms you desire to utilize get ready another exciting entertaining profits picks football podcast show coming up right here right now everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the show coming up next one And the time has come once again for me to give you my predicted winner for yet another primetime NFL game. And we all know what that means. It's time for the Profits Picks football podcast to give the NFL in primetime that Profits Picks primetime treatment. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Every little boy, every little girl, it is time for me to give you my predicted winner for this week 10's Monday night football game as Monday night football ends the week in the NFL every week, but it's also the beginning of the work week itself. So something to look forward to at the beginning of the work week, at least during the last four months of the year. September, October, November, and December of every single year. Good afternoon. This is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. And I said good afternoon because everything runs off the East Coast time zone in our country. And it is 1243 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time on the East Coast. 1143 a.m. here in the city of Houston at the Prophets Picks Studio forward slash media center. On November the 10th, 2023, good morning. 10.43 a.m. Mounting, good morning. 9.43 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, good morning over over here in the mainland. In Alaska, it is approximately 8.43 a.m., good morning. And last but certainly not least, as the last shall be first, 7.44 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Time, Pearl Harbor Islands, Waikiki, Maui, and the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu. Aloha.
whenever you all listen, just listen. Thank you for listening. The times that I give at the recording of the podcast are the exact times that the podcast is being recorded. So, happy Friday, November the 10th, once again, 2023. And immediately following, excuse me, this podcast show, Thursday Night Football Results. And I was right on last night again. 23 to 13 was my prediction and the actual final score was 16 to 13. So I'm happy about that. And uh, I go from 7 and 2 on Thursday nights to 8 and 2. I will give the whole records a rundown in that Thursday night football results show. My record on the year 84 games correct, 50 games incorrect, and Monday night football alone my predictions are eight games correct, three incorrect. Uh, prime time, I am now 24 and six because, again, I got the game on last night right. So that's what happens when you do an actual prediction show for a game that has yet to have been played in prime time. Your record gets better or it gets worse. So my current record in prime time is 24 and six. If I had did this show yesterday, before last night's game, it would have been 23-6. and six. And actually, my overall record is wrong. It's actually 85-50 and 50 when you include the game that I, predict, that I predicted, if I could get it out of my mouth, uh, correctly on last night. So it's not 84-50 and 50 on the year. It is actually 85-50 and 50 if you include the game on last night. So I had to self-correct thyself just now and once again I hope everybody is having an absolutely marvelous Friday as I don't know about your company but my company is observing today as Veterans Day even though the actual holiday is on tomorrow so I'm very grateful for that because I have a actual week work day off where I can take care of a whole lot of business that I normally would not be able to take care of if it was a regular work day. So I've taken care of some of those things already. There are a few more things that I got to take care of. I'm going to be out and about throughout the day. So I took it upon myself to go ahead and make certain that I get these two podcast shows out. And this is JCF of the Profits Picks. Upload my video on my YouTube channel. So, uh, yeah. Something that I've always told my children. One of the many things I've always told my children. And one of those things is this. Maximize your time. Do not maximize your time doing wickedness, doing evil, self-serving perverted idol worship type of things because an idol mind is the devil's workshop. Maximize your time taking care of business, being diligent and being busy, not just about God's business, but about your business, 
your dreams, your goals, bettering yourself, looking in the mirror and holding yourself accountable, being honest with yourself. Because if you don't do those things, then you're literally living in a delusional life on a daily basis if you don't address that person in the mirror. Funny thing is, a lot of people always have excellent advice for everyone else, but they never apply that same advice to themselves. So just something to think about, a little bit of a preacher moment there, as you will get that from time to time on this show. But yeah, that's one of the many things that I always taught all of my children. And it's funny because one of my children, something that I told him and taught him before I I ever knew I was going to have any other kids. So just a little bit of information about me behind the curtain, but also being very, very, very discreet on how I deliver my own personal information behind the curtain. All right, enough about me. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos and the Buffalo Bills this coming Monday night. Once again, my record, 85-50 and on the season, thanks to the Bears from last night. And I'm going to be honest, I just cannot wait to get to that Thursday Night Football results show because I get to say the Bears like that over and over and over again. And trust me, I'm going to. That's how Chicagoans talk. In Chicago, there is an accent. Up a north side, the south side, Chicago, there is an accent. I love Chicago. Deep dish pizza, the restaurants. I have not been in years and I would definitely like to get back. Scenery is just absolutely and totally breathtaking and leaves you in awe and gives you a serene sense of peace looking at the view from the Sears Tower in Chicago off of Lake Michigan. It's amazing. I would suggest that you experience it. Overcome whatever fear you may have of either flying or driving or whatever it may be. Get to Chi-Town. Chi-Town is amazing. Breathtaking views. A lot of historical places. Abraham Lincoln, one of our cities, uh, one of our countries, excuse me, presidents. Chicago's amazing. One of the best cities that this country has to offer. All right. Denver Broncos, Buffalo Bills. Before I go any further, first and foremost, Kansas City 7-2, and two, Miami Dolphins 6-3. and three, Lost to the Kansas City Chiefs in Germany last Sunday in week nine. Those teams are on a bye week. Eagles are 8-1. They are 8-1 for the second year in a row for the first and the first NFL team to do so since the 05-06, I believe it is, Indiana, Indiana, Indianapolis Colts. And then 3-6 and six Rams on a bye week as well. If you want to know how I predicted to win in week 10 from the Frankfurt-Germany game, all the way through the 1 o'clock to the 4 o'clock games, you got to listen to those predictions show. If you want to know how predicted to win Sunday night, you got to listen to that show alone as well. Primetime shows, standalone shows, 1 o'clock shows are standalone shows, but I do give a little gift the deeper I go into the schedule each and every Sunday. So if you've ever listened to one of those shows, especially in the four o'clock window, you know exactly what I am referring to. All right, let's get into this. So 
not really much more to talk about. The Denver Broncos are coming off their bye week, if I'm not mistaken. And let me just go through the schedule from last week to be sure. Yes, Denver Broncos were on a bye week last week. And they won going into their bye week, just like the Jaguars and the Detroit Lions. The only team that went into the bye week last week that had a loss was San Francisco 49ers. And they had their third consecutive loss before going into their bye week, which is just absolutely totally shocking. However, Broncos beat the Kansas City Chiefs before they were on their bye week last week. And the Buffalo Bills got spanked, not necessarily with the points. And the final score, 24 to 18 against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday night football in week nine. But they got spanked physically. Buffalo Bills were out coached. They were out physical. They were outplayed. The Cincinnati Bengals out executed them. And right now the Bengals are playing chess and the Buffalo Bills are playing checkers. You do have NFL teams that play chess, right? And one of those teams for a very long time was the New England Patriots. And now everybody sees. A lot of that was Tom Brady. A lot of that was Tom Brady. So for all of you Tom Brady haters out there that think I am one that hates Tom Brady, I don't hate Tom Brady. I love greatness. It's just that At the end of the day, you want to see somebody unseat the king, right? And eventually he did get unseated. He got unseated a few times by the Titans, by the Ravens and Harbaugh. He got unseated by Peyton Manning. But more times than not, Tom Brady was just the king when he played. So... I said that to make the point that at the end of the day, you must play chess and be two to three steps ahead of your opponent. And the Patriots were that team that was always ahead of their opponent. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, it worked very well for many years. And right now, the Eagles are one of those teams that's playing chess. And in that Buffalo Bills loss, the Bengals were playing chess against them. Now, I said all of that to set this up, what I'm getting ready to say right now. And that is Sean Payton, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, the team that the Buffalo Bills are about to face this Monday night. He grew up under the leadership of retired executive and former two-time Super Bowl champion head coach, Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells played chess. Sean Payton learned that from him. And when Sean Payton was with Drew Brees, it took the both of them. And here it is again. It was a marriage. It takes two of those people to work in that type of Marriage, whether it's a man and a woman marriage or whether it's a franchise quarterback and a head coach type of marriage. There's going to be rocks. There's going to be cliffs. There's going to be doldrums of loneliness. There's going to be disagreements and all of those things. 
But ultimately, you got to work together and be in the power of agreement to be successful and to obtain unified goals. And if that's not happening, you're never going to win. And the one thing that the Patriots and Brady did, they won. The one thing that the Saints with Sean Payton and Drew Brees did, they won. Regardless of the disagreements, regardless of the differences, regardless of the doldrums and the lonely times in those unifications between quarterback and head coach. What am I getting at? Trust me, I have an outline. I typed it up before the show. I'm going by it. This is what I'm getting at. I can see the Denver Broncos winning this football game this coming Monday night. I can see that. The reason why I can see that is because of what I talked about in a previous podcast show when it comes to being spiritually visual with seeing the trends, right? In the NFL. For example, you can see an NFL team losing three games in a row, right? But you can see in those losses that that defense gave up less and less and less points. That means that the defense is getting better. Eventually, that defense is going to be better than that team's offense. And they're going to win the entire, they're going to win a game for the entire team because there's three phases of an NFL football team. You got defense, you got offense, and you got special teams. Sometimes special teams and offense isn't getting it done. So that means the defense has to get it done. Sometimes the defense and the special teams isn't getting it done. That means the offense has got to get it done. Sometimes the offense and the defense is not getting it done. That means special teams has got to get it done. Sean Payton is a Bill Belichick disciple. Beg your pardon. A Bill Parcells disciple. Bill Belichick is a Bill Parcells disciple. Sean Payton is a Bill Parcells disciple. The number one thing that Bill Parcells did was play chess. Now, let me bring it full circle. Russell Wilson has been playing good enough after these first, what, seven, eight, nine games of the season under the leadership of Sean Payton in his first year. Sean Payton is going to meticulously, strategically play chess and snap your neck with one kick, one elbow, one punch, or even one headbutt in the right part of your neck. And I know that's very blunt and that's very graphic, but I just use that metaphor so that we can understand who we are dealing with when it comes to Sean Payton as a head coach in the NFL. So with that being said, if the dominoes fall correctly, Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos are going to have a victory this Monday night. And it's going to be an upset win because... The Buffalo Bills are favored to win this football game basically by 80%. There's a 
21% chance for the Denver Broncos to win this football game. There's an 80% chance for the Buffalo Bills to win this football game. But here it is again, the marriage, right? Josh Allen's marriage with not the head coach in Sean McDermott because Sean McDermott is a defensive-minded head coach. He calls the defensive plays. He's a defensive coordinator. It's the marriage with their offensive coordinator. We don't care about nobody except just you. University of Miami Hurricanes quarterback, Ken Dorsey, who is now the current offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. And he has been the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills since last season. So that is the marriage that I'm referring to. How are things going to work out in this game from the skybox, the coach's box? Ken Dorsey, once again, a great college quarterback, didn't do so well as an NFL quarterback, but a great college quarterback. How are things going to fall with communication? Marriage. There it is again. How things are going to fall with communication from the skybox, from the coach's box to the football field with Josh Allen? Are we going to get the good Josh Allen or are we going to get the bad Josh Allen? Because we know the Buffalo Bills defense is going to do their best to keep their offense in the game. Here it is again, marriage. You got to have the best defense and the best offense. The offense has to complement the defense. The defense has to complement the offense. And both of those have to ultimately complement the special teams. So it may sound like I'm talking about marriage right now. I'm not. I'm talking about the NFL. These are words that people that get paid to do what I'm doing right now. These are the same words, cliches, and metaphors that they use. I'm using the same ones. So if you're reading too deeply into this, you need to get out of your own head and get out of your feelings because I'm not. I'm referring to the NFL, talking about the NFL. These are real strategical words that the professionals on mainstream media use. So getting back to the marriages of Josh Allen and Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills in the marriage right now that Russell Wilson and head coach Sean Payton has for the Denver Broncos. Sean Payton is a balanced coach. Once you win a Super Bowl, you are now officially labeled as a balanced coach. Once you get to a Super Bowl and you lose it, Depending on how many points you lost it by, that's how I determine whether or not you're a balanced coach or not. Nick Sirianni, balanced coach. The Eagles didn't lose that Super Bowl by much, so he's a balanced coach, in my amateur professional opinion. And at the end of the day, Buffalo Bills are 4-1 and one at home. Denver Broncos are 1-2 and two on the road, which means they've won a game on the road. Overall on the year, Broncos are three and five. Denver Broncos in the AFC West right now, they are um, last. However, they are only one win away from being tied with the Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders in the win column. Not the loss column, in the win column. Kansas City leads the division and they are looking down upon not just the AFC West division, but they're only neck and neck with the Baltimore Ravens. Same record, 7-2. and two. Ravens, Chiefs looking down at the rest of the NFL in the AFC side of things. So, the Buffalo Bills are second in the AFC East with a record of 5-4. and four. 
I'm not going to say the Buffalo Bills need this game more than the Denver Broncos. And I'm not going to say the Denver Broncos need this game more than the Buffalo Bills. But that is a question that I'm going to pose to my listeners right now. Who needs this game the most, in your opinion? The Denver Broncos or the Buffalo Bills? And I'm not going to answer that because I just said I'm not going to pose that question and try to say which team needs it more. They both need it. Buffalo needs it because they are fighting with my Miami Dolphins to get atop the AFC East. The Denver Broncos need it because they are trying to get within eye-to-eye range with the Raiders and the Chargers in the AFC West. But my question to you for this particular prediction show, which one of these teams you think need it more than the other? I think it's equally there. The AFC is an extremely competitive conference. It is a tough conference. Almost every single team is really, really good. And the quarterbacks in the AFC just continues to get poured into from the college level. And uh, the Broncos and the Bills, you would have thought that they have played in more games than what they have, but they have not. They've only played in 40 games. This is going to be the 41st game in the history of these two franchises on an NFL football field. Buffalo Bills lead this series all time. 23 victories, 16 losses, and one tie. 22-16-1 in the regular season. 1-0 in the postseason. September the 18th, 1960, Buffalo lost to the Denver Broncos by less than a touchdown, six points, 27-21. to That was the first ever meeting in the 60s. The most recent meeting was the dark, cold pandemic year of 2020. As we navigated through the waters, the dark waters of death that year, as it was December the 19th, 2020, no fans was in the stands. Buffalo, I remember this game very well, very vividly, and it was a 48 to 19 victory for the Buffalo Bills. That was during the holidays that year. And uh, I'm going to tell you, holidays, everybody are like, oh, what do you what what do you feel that you're grateful for? And what is it that you really are grateful for this year around the holidays, right? We all have that all the time, right? During the pandemic year, what is it that you're thankful for? That, trust me, that year, those words just went a whole nother notch. Um, I remember we spent significant time with my mother-in-law that year. It was awesome. Um, and... uh my mother-in-law still is still is in South Florida. Um, but every time I see those two numbers, or should I say those four numbers, 2020, I just automatically go back into remembrance mode from the very beginning of the year during the NFL playoffs all the way to the very ending of the year. And all of my memories just come flooding back every time I see that year. Um, 2020, as well as 2021, and most recently last year, 2022. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. So uh, with that being said, what were the postseason games between Denver and Buffalo? 10 to 7, January the 12th, 1992. Buffalo Bills defeated the Denver Broncos. That was their only postseason game. So right now, Buffalo has bragging rights. They lead the series overall, 23-16 and 1, and postseason 1 and 0. Oh. Last five games for your Buffalo 
Bills goes as follows. A loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, 25-20. to 20. A victory against the G-Men in East, or should I say in Western New York, Orchard Park, 14-9. to 9. That was Sunday Night Football. A loss to the New England Patriots. I still don't understand how they lost that game. 29-25. to 25. And then a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 24-18. to 18. And then a loss to the Cincinnati Bengals last Sunday, 24-18. And this is part of the reason besides Sean Payton and Russell Wilson playing better under Sean Payton under the la- in the last few weeks. This is the reason why I say I see the Broncos winning this football game because nobody saw the Patriots defeating the Buffalo Bills a few weeks ago, 29 to 25. But guess what? It happened. What does it make you think it can happen again? And sidebar, the world we live in is all judged on prestige, right? If you have a five-star business, obviously that means you're a good business and you're successful. If you have a lot of followers on Instagram and Facebook, obviously, and TikTok, obviously that means you are popular and successful. However, that does not speak about what your character or the integrity of your business really is. In the NFL, if you have more wins than losses, obviously this says you are a good team. However, the one thing that I love about the NFL tournament every January, it is just like in the Bible, you're being put through the fire and whoever makes it through January and makes it out of that fire of January, you're coming out pure gold. Whoever makes it through that Super Bowl, you're the pure gold standard for that season, right? That's how I look at things. That's my perspective. It's always biblical. It's always God's perspective. So at the end of the day, if New England, a bad team with seven losses, were able to defeat the Buffalo Bills, why can't a team that has two losses less than the Patriots, the Broncos with only five, one victory more than the Patriots. Patriots have two. The Broncos have three. Why can't they do it? Why can't they? This is why we watch all of these NFL games. Because if everything was given to us on paper, well, this roster is better than this roster and this coach is better than this coach. Uh, they win. We would go straight to January every single year. We won't play out the full NFL schedule. Last five games for the Denver Broncos. 31-28 to victory against the Bears. A loss to the New York Football Jets, 31-21. Loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, 19-8. to A win against the Green Bay Packers. And I thought the Packers was going to win that Super Bowl rematch, 19-17. And then a victory to the Kansas City Chiefs, 24-9. That bursted my bubble that Sunday. I was really caught off guard by that. And that's another reason why, with the week of rest, plus the Buffalo Bills are coming off of a loss in prime time, the reason why I feel there is a scenario in which the Buffalo Bills lose this football game. In the 41st meeting between the Buffalo Bills and the Denver Broncos, we have the 16th ranked offense for the Denver Broncos on the road in Orchard Park, New York on Monday Night Football this coming Monday, November the 13th, going up against a 5th ranked Buffalo Bills defense in points allowed per game. 
21.5 points for the Denver Broncos offensively going up against the Buffalo Bills defense that is allowing 17.8. Not only is the Buffalo Bills defense ranked fifth in points allowed, but their offense is ranked fifth in points scored. Going up against the Broncos defense that is 32nd in points allowed. However, I bring back to the your forefront Denver Broncos defense only gave up nine points against an offensive power in the Kansas City Chiefs. 28.3 points per game allowed going up against an offense that scores 26.7. Hopefully you were paying attention and listening because I'm going to now tell you who I think is going to win this football game. And without the normal statistics that I normally give in primetime prediction shows, I was able to make this show filled with substance and knowledge, even though I didn't have the yards per game and all of that good stuff, and make this show a 30-minute show. So I'm going to pat myself on the back with that. Not only that, I set you all up because I'm not picking Denver to win this football game. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills to win this football game, 38-13. to I think Buffalo bounces back. I think that marital communication between offensive coordinator from the coach's box, Ken Dorsey, former University of Miami Hurricanes quarterback, great, um, works very well in this game against the Denver Broncos. I think uh, Josh Allen bounces back from a loss as well. Uh, I think the defense for the Buffalo Bills is going to be very feisty and a little bit more nastier than they are normally uh, are over this past few weeks of the NFL season. The Denver Broncos are going to come, and they're going to come correct, but they're not going to come hard, and they're not going to come strong. And hopefully, my prediction will be right. And with that being said, once again, Buffalo 38, Denver 13. How many home teams am I going with in Week 10 with my predictions? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six from last night. I was right. Seven, eight, nine. I'm going with nine. I've went with nine teams at home, winning at home in week 10 thus far. So uh, I'm going to see how I do. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, right now, I'm 85 and 50, as I said multiple times in the beginning of the show. And in prime time, I am uh, 24 and 6. And uh, I am now 8 and 2 on Thursday Night Football. I also start out week 10, 1 and 0. Oh. Coming up next. Thursday Night Football results show. Trust me, it will not be as long as this Monday Night Football prediction show for Week 10. That's it. All of the prediction shows for Week 10 is done. Everybody stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. One.